This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. Okay, well, let's switch gears a little bit. I mean, I... I uh, we can go back into any of that stuff at any point. Very free format here. But talk to me about the importance of um, your physical training. So talk to me about like the actual physical aspect of it. We talk a lot about working out on here. That's probably this is probably a great opportunity to plug Strong Style. We wrote a training program for professional wrestlers available on our website right now, www.howtobecomeaprowrestler.com. But Wes has made a huge transformation, man. You, you, as far as working out and training and stuff goes, you've you've transformed yourself in a bunch of amazing ways. So talk to me about how that came into play. Where did, did you, something happen where you realized you needed that or how has it changed you now that you have some more physical strength? Like talk to me about that. So, uh, my introduction to the gym was a very interesting one because Mm -hmm. I, I, like I stated earlier, I broke my leg in 2015 sitting on my couch trying to come up with this character and, um, Kai Faden and Dmitry Alexandrov both were like, you're in a really dark place right yeah, now. Yeah. Why don't you why don't you just come to the gym with us? You don't have to work out, just come hang out with us, so on and so forth. And I was like, alright. So yeah. I'm in this boot and right. I go to the gym with them. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and all of a sudden they start deadlifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for whatever reason, yeah. my brain went, I wonder if I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> and so with a boot on, there are pictures somewhere, I'm sure really? it's on one of their phones. I'd like to see of that. me yeah. in a boot. Deadlifting for the very first time. They need to put that picture out there. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, That's cool, though, man. So I fell in love with it, though. It was one of those things where it was like the feeling that training gives you, you can't find anywhere else. Um, And uh, the knowledge of, like, diet and and how to take care of your body and stuff didn't come until much later. Of course, yeah. But uh, I fell in love with training way back then. Yeah. And uh, and our friendship. Yeah, yeah. We've worked out together many times, yeah. It's just elevated my knowledge as far as training goes uh so the transformation that i've made is is one of i mean it's basically a science experiment yeah it's like what worked what didn't right right Um, right. i do read a lot of literature on training yeah, yeah. Um, I have sure. I have Arnold's encyclopedia that yeah, I've yeah. read cover to cover. Right. I have uh, the anatomy of strength training. Um, I've got Franco Colombo's uh, diet book. Like yeah. I, I've read so much on training. But the old school stuff, man. Yeah, yeah old yeah. school stuff. Yeah, I, love yeah. I, got, I think I have all of those same books. They're, they're amazing. Cool. <laughs> yeah, say, they're they're the classics for a reason. Like yeah. yeah. Um, a little side note here. Yeah. Uh, since moving to Arkansas, mm. I've been trying to get my dad to go to the gym with me. Yeah. And he, he told me, I'll go with, on, on, on one condition. And I said, yeah. okay, what's that? And he goes, we do the Rambo 2 workout. <laughs> and I said, okay. So he goes, Here, here's the video of them explaining everything. Yeah. And it's Franco oh, okay. talking about training <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. And I was nice. like, all right, you want to do it? Let's do it. But nice. we're going to do it to the T. Yeah. Like, this is the diet he ran. We're going to plug in our macros and our numbers, and that's how we're going to do it. He I goes, love it. Okay. <laughs> no, this man only eats once a day. So <laughs> this is yeah. going to be a drastic change. Right, right. It's going to be a big but thing. Yeah, yeah. As far as uh, training and, uh, and wrestling goes, I believe the training is a massive part of yeah. your character. Okay. Because, yeah. I mean, let's take a step back. You and I are both Batman fans. Sure. Yeah. Um, but if the Joker was super jacked up yeah. like Bane. Yeah, yeah. Um, it might look a little funky. It might look weird, yeah. Um, even, even, uh, there was an animated Batman where they did make him a little bit bigger yeah, yeah, and he had yeah. a dark, gruff voice. And I was yeah. just like, It didn't, mm, didn't fit. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, the Joker, it, it, 
there's something about his physique, the lanky, skinny, yeah, just yeah. kind of, it, it yeah. does it. Right. Um, as far as my character goes, yeah. it, it could sway either way. Yeah. I, I, I put myself in a position where my physique didn't hinder me unless I got really heavy and out of shape. Right, right, right. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you're heavy and out of shape, maybe you should take a step back, yeah. reflect on some of, uh, some of what you're doing in daily life. Sure. It's not healthy, yeah. especially if you're in a ring. Right. Um, but yeah, I took my training to a place of this is what I want to look like. Right. This is what my character should look like. Right. And that's kind of the direction I took it. You gave yourself a you gave yourself a direction to go. Like yes. you gave yourself a goal and a direction to go. That's super important as well. I think like you have to have a you know or eventually you have to develop a a fairly clear idea of where you want to be and where you want to go otherwise what are you doing like you're just kind of treading water so um but so you know this goes without saying for most of us sitting at this table i'm sure but there might be some people listening i mean tell me about how much easier if that's the case it is to actually be in the ring and be a performer and perform the actual physical side of wrestling when you're in decent shape like it changes everything, right? Yeah. It's, it unlocks a cheat code to being in the ring. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, if you, you can check out uh, WFC's product on IWTV.com. Yep. Uh, if you go and watch some of my matches on there, mm-hmm. you're going to see that there are moments that are super high-paced. Right, right, right. Uh, there was a match between me and Shotgun Dan Weber. Yeah. And Dan's a big boy. Big guy, yeah. And he was moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And after the match, we went to the back, and he, uh, and he goes... I'm not blown. Yeah. And I go, go, you shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, why wasn't I blown? And I was like, man, you train like a beast. You train like an animal. Yeah. You should not be blown. He's a he's big, strong, like football kid. Looks like a linebacker. Like he's he's a strong guy and and in really good shape. And you 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 can like you can tell how strong he is by looking at him, but um you might not realize like how in shape he actually is just by looking at him. So yeah, that's awesome. I love hearing people experience that too. Yeah. And, and and there were people in the back that were like, how did, how are you guys not winded? How are, how are you guys not just, (sighs) and that's because if you train properly and you really do get yourself into that, uh, at least into a fit condition, you don't have to be shredded. You don't have to be huge. Of course not. Just fit. Yeah. If you have a good cardiovascular system, yeah, You'll be fine. It's better for everything in life, everything. not just wrestling. But like we've talked about it on here before, but not having at least a solid baseline of physical fitness is, makes you a liability in wrestling. Like you, you need to have at least that because you should not be getting blown or exhausted, like you said in a match. Like you should be able to perform safely with your opponent because yeah. safety is a huge part of the issue. And if you're a performer sitting in a locker room, you watch a match. And then when they come to the back, you don't understand why they're not exhausted. Like, you might take a look at yourself and be like, well, maybe I shouldn't be as exhausted as I seem to be after even a much less fast-paced match. Put a little bit more work in. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should be putting a little more work in. And and I told you uh, before we started the podcast that lately all I've been doing is camping, swimming. I went and cliff dove at Heber Springs. I went and kayak. Like. You don't have to be in a gym sure. yeah. to, to do some cardio, man. You like right, swimming? Right. Yeah. Go, go to a lake. Go camping. Go swim. Yeah. When we went to Heber Springs, I did a three-mile swim. Nice. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt great after. It's crazy. But that's awesome. I love it. Yeah, I would yeah. much rather do that than walk on a treadmill for an hour. Yeah, walk on a treadmill for an hour. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I feel you, man. That's, that's what it's about. A lot of times with physical fitness and whatnot, you have to find something that clicks with you because, like, with some people, straight, you know, straight up, 
Franco Colombo strength training or Arnold Schwarzenegger chest day or whatever might click. But then again, with a lot of people, it might not. You might need to be doing something more like a, a CrossFit or, or a, a powerlifting or a strongman or some other style of training. Or you might need to be a cross-country runner or a, or a swimmer or something. Like, that's fine, but you got to find what works for you because you got to be doing something. you got to yeah. be doing something to stay physically right in the ring. Absolutely. Heck yeah, man. Training. So, yeah. Go so ahead. I have a question for you mm-hmm. because you said something that was interesting to me, and I think it goes back to when you were creating the character. Uh-huh. Because you said with this, you don't have to, like with your character, you could be, you can't be over, like out of shape, overweight, right? Right. But, but you could be a little smaller or the size you are now. So you have a little leeway in there. What, like when you were designing the character, what, I mean, because I completely agree with you, but how do you determine that? Like what, like when you're picturing the character and who it is and like what you're doing, like how, I guess what I'm getting to is how would a guy that has an idea in mind say, oh, he looks like this. Like, he needs to be slender like the Joker because if he's a big dude, it's it's not going to come out the same. Right. So um, when I first visualized the character, I visualized him with great muscle definition, um, shredded to the bone, just amazing looking. Like, he walks out and people are like, oh, wow. Um, It's not something you see every day. But then I took a step back and I got out of my own head a little bit watch some movies yeah and uh and some of the character presentation was modeled after the texas chainsaw massacre okay obviously yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah sure but if you go and you look at leatherface from the first one yeah, the second yeah, yeah. One, the third one yeah. the fourth one it's almost like he's in a different shape right every time like sometimes he's a little bit bigger sometimes a little yeah, bit smaller yeah. sometimes he moves a little faster yeah you know so when i was able to look at that and go that's the same person yeah but it's not yeah 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 that was that was the key for me to go. Oh, I don't have to be shredded to the bone. Right. I could be a little bit bigger. Yeah. But, I, and I could be a little smaller. Yeah. But I don't have to have this specific right. version. Eventually, I will. Yeah. But I don't have to. Right. It's I not can required. Fl- I can I can have some fluctuation. In there. Yeah. I. I- I started, man, a few years ago. It was probably during COVID. I started watching Dexter, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was watching that, one of the things I thought, because he, he was, he had a guy and he was choking him out. And I didn't, I, I was like, man, I don't know if he's big enough to do that. I kind of, The character kind of lost me for a second. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, I don't know if he's really strong enough, like, to do that. And then there was a one part where he took his shirt off and was doing something. I was like, oh, he's, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. he is pretty lean. He's got some yeah, muscle yeah. on him. So then it brought the character back to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hadn't really thought about that until you were mentioning, you know, like what they look like. But he was, right. a, a, after I saw that part, I was like, oh, he is stronger than I realized. And then we found out he was like good in jujitsu or something like that and all that training. Yeah, yeah. Dexter's. Kind of came later on that I found out about. But anyway. He's incredible. Dexter's incredibly strong. Um, yeah. He and I have gone to the gym together and, and well, no, he, he's talking about the, he's talking about Dexter TV, TV show. show. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, okay, okay. So you're uh, talking about yeah, a so Dexter Hardaway is a local wrestler, right. who, who you know, um, uh, yeah, yeah, around here, um, amazing performer, absolutely. I think he's uh, retired at this point, but like yeah. Dexter, that Dexter, phenomenal performer. I know Aaron, you're talking about the TV show, TV which show, yeah. is a great <laughs> yeah. place to pull from, which makes sense because he was just talking about pulling from Leatherface yeah. and right. all that stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Dexter Hardaway though. Yeah. yeah, it's it's hilarious that you're talking about Dexter the TV show because yeah. I'm John, uh, Josh Royal. The, yeah. there's been so many people that be like, you need to watch that, and yeah, yeah. I still have yet yeah, to watch, <laughs> it. Like, watch yeah, it. I feel like it would be um, right up your alley. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in 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 those things where like Dexter's choking that person out. Yeah. in in that show, uh, I've seen 
super stick, skinny, scrawny. Sure, Farm sure. boys yeah, lift yeah. some heavy yeah. stuff. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Things that I would look and go, there's no way. There's yeah. no way I could lift that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, the way that I view characters and strengths and feats in the ring is kind of one of those like, oh, he shouldn't be able to do that. But he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did do that. Right. So, I mean, should he or shouldn't he? Because he did. Yeah. Uh, and that's been one of my biggest gripes about some of the local um, yeah. figureheads, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when they're like, oh, that's, it didn't make any sense for you to be able to do that. It's like, right. but I did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but it was done. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. done. Um, so, yeah. I, I don't know if that correlates with what you were talking about. It, but Yeah, yeah. no. It's, it's just getting down to the character and... You know, to me, because that makes a big difference on that, because you see some guys that are local, and you can tell they're getting a lot of help. Like, they're getting a lot of help to be able to do the move, which you, I, I don't like right, seeing. Right, Like, yeah, I, yeah, it needs yeah, to be yeah. smooth it takes you and out clean, it. yes. Yeah. And, and that and that was kind of my point on that, is being able to, yeah, if you're strong enough to do it, you may, like, we had a guy in high school that, man, he was, like, real thin, but he was strong. It was mm-hmm. ridiculous. Like, you mm-hmm. go to wrestle him, and it was like, where is this coming from? Right. Yeah. Um, so I totally get that part of it. But, yeah, it's it's on being strong enough to be able to, like, maybe even knowing your moveset. Like, I can't pick this guy up with, without him having to help me a ton, yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah, need yeah. to do that move. Yeah. And knowing yeah. that goes That's into the character. That's another self-awareness thing. Right. Yeah. Being able to tell, you know, yeah, this isn't working or this is working. And you have to think about that. If you're, if you're like... Um, I haven't seen Wes do anything that I would call uh, out of line with his character, but like if you started doing, if you started choke slamming guys much bigger than you, oh, it would yeah. be weird to me. It'd be weird. It would right. be very weird, right? So like that's that's where you really draw the line. Yeah. Like you, you don't you don't do things that are completely out of the realm of your character Correct. or whatnot. So like Pla- yeah, placement yeah, would, of feats is very important. Yeah, yeah, ex- absolutely. <laughs> Well, okay, so I really got one more thing to kind of get into here. We can go wherever, of course, but uh, we're kind of wrapping things up. I want to talk to you specifically about, I mean, the mental aspect of pro wrestling. It can be tough. Um, It can be tough on a lot of people. I've seen so many people come and go. And how do you manage, like, like the, I don't know, the aggravations, the darkness of pro wrestling, the, the, the stuff that happens, you know, in or out of the ring or behind the scenes, like... What's your take on being able to manage the the mental aspect that goes along with being a pro wrestler? So I'm going to follow your question yeah. with another question, okay. and that is how deep and how dark do you want to get? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, man, it's up to you. You don't have to go crazy, but like, I, I would just love to hear a little bit of your personal insight. You tell me what what can you tell me that's going to value a young wrestler yeah. listening to us right now that is probably because they're out there struggling with similar issues to you as far as um, you know coping with everything that goes along with the freaking pro wrestling business. Okay, so uh, I'm, I'm an open book, and I'm going yeah, yeah, yeah. to tell you exactly yeah. uh, what I am okay. am and have been going through for the past month-ish. Yeah. Okay. Uh, June 4th, right. I had uh, my last wrestling match up until this point. Up to this point, yeah. Um, and it was, it was a death match in Mississippi okay. with a wrestler who was called out. During the whole speaking out movement. Gotcha. Um, because I worked with that person, right. and I didn't turn down that payday. Right, right, right. I caught a lot of stuff. You, you were targeted, yeah. So much so that I had messages in my inbox telling me to go do awful things to myself. Yeah, no, I got you. I mean, um, you, you whatever you want to say, you go ahead. I understand, yeah. yeah. Basically, uh, they were telling me to go kill myself. Yeah. They said, do the world a favor. Right. You don't need to be here. 
just because you took a you, you took a you know a match with someone that they didn't think needed to be in wrestling not not you right. but the person you were wrestling like right. yeah yeah such a strange but anyway go ahead I'm sorry oh yeah. no no you're fine uh, so I did my job yeah um, that was the thing I was told day one was hey you're not gonna like all the people you work with absolutely uh, you're gonna love some of them yep. but regardless you're there to do a job absolutely um, yeah if anybody anybody gives you any grief yeah. in wrestling. Unless they're paying your bills, right. they don't matter. Right. Um, and, and that was something that I had to learn, and it, it took me the better part of a month to yeah, really yeah. get that in my head. Right. Uh, because I was like, man, I was friends with some of these people. Like, sure. why? Why would they be saying this stuff to me? Because yeah. I, we we were we were bros. We were we right. hung. We drank together. We smoked together. Whatever. Right, right. We we're friends yeah and now you're saying this stuff like you're not asking me my side you're not asking me what went on it was just immediate hate because i did my job right and uh if you're going through any hardship in wrestling just be true to yourself sure because the moment you stop being true to yourself is the moment you've lost right um you you have the opportunity in life to be anything yeah Literally anything. Visualize yourself as a millionaire. Right. Okay. Now visualize how you got there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How did you start? There? Walk that ladder back. Like, walk yeah. that ladder back. Yeah. And then you can walk it forward. Right. So, the mental side of wrestling is very strenuous, very tough. Yeah. So much so that I'm learning new things now that I didn't before because I had blinders on. Right. And I was so focused on yeah. wrestling and so focused on the negativity. I would I would leave a show and just be yeah. exhausted, not physically. No, I but know. Mentally. I, I feel yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And uh and and so like I said, this past month has been a- almost the greatest yeah. of eye openings. Good. Yeah, yeah. Because I had like I said my last matchup until this point on June 4th. Yeah. And up until this very moment, yeah. I had planned to go into this show this weekend, yeah, yeah, and purposely lose, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and never come back. Really, yeah. I was gonna walk away and this... not look back, right? And as I sit here and I say the words into this microphone, yeah, yeah, I'm realizing that I don't have to, right. I can I can be a lot more choosy with where I go. So is it what you want to walk away right now? Like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know because yeah, there there will always always be a part of me that loves to step out in front of a crowd sure. and hear them scream or boo or whatever because I promise you there's nothing like that. It's feeling. the it's 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 the ultimate. I mean, euphoria. I struggle. I mean, I, I you know. I can't, it's been a little over a year since I was in the ring with you, and like, it's tough to put into words how great it feels to be out there. Like, yeah. it's so hard to put it out there. And I mean, I'm sure if, if you've done anything, if you've done any kind of performance, or even if you're, if you're an athlete and you play sports or something, maybe you can understand, but like, God, it, it's so hard to put into words how much it makes you feel good, and then how much some of the rest of it feels bad. Cause I mean, like, let's just take a day in a, at a wrestling show you're there for like six to eight hours. You wrestle for 20 minutes, hopefully. And like, so you, you talk about like, you know, if people ever wonder like, how is the mental aspect so bad? Well, it was the eight hours 
besides for the awesome 20 minutes I got to have that I had to suffer through, or it's the, it's not even eight hours. It's the endless hours because these people have my inbox. Like they can email me now and all this stuff. Like that's hammering me with stuff. So no, I I sympathize with you, man. That's crazy. But, and, and to, to what you just said, they, they have your inbox. Yeah. You know what the greatest thing about social media is? Yeah. You don't have to reply. Right. (laughs) Let it go. Um, Yeah, yeah. Any any message, unless it was somebody that I dearly care about. Sure. Any message I've received since that last match, yeah. I've read it and not replied. Right, right, right. I have just left it. Just leave it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, because there's no point. Right. Um, that that takes time out of my day. It takes energy to reply. Like yep. it, it takes all these things. That's your life energy, man. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, to go back to you saying you know you're there for six, eight, ten hours, yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, it being somewhere for that long. I mean, sure, it can be mentally strenuous. Yeah. But the wrestling community, yeah. unfortunately, it, there's a lot of negativity. And sure. for whatever reason, people can't get away from it. Right. It's like they say that they would like to get away from it. And then they'll show up to that show that weekend. Yeah. And they'll, they'll be trash talking something. They'll, they'll be, be talking negative. down about it. Absolutely. And it's like, man. So it's not necessarily that you're there for six to eight hours. But you're there surrounded by negativity. Yes. If you want to be truly happy, get away from negativity. For sure. I turn my Facebook off. I check it in the morning. I yeah. turn it off. I'll check it again at night. Turn it back off. Like, get away from negativity. I, I, I completely agree. I love to hear you say that. Um, I don't, you know, about, like, you just kind of revealed that you had considered walking away this weekend. And, and I know that sometimes it takes a bit of a break. And I'm, I'm sure you've taken some breaks here and there, and as, as I did throughout the years. And sometimes that's what it takes. You have to take a step back. and and, and But like you said... If there's any people out there and you're suffering and you're struggling, look at where you're at. Look at who you surround yourself with. What locker rooms are you in? Are some more negative than others? Maybe you need to gravitate towards the ones that are less negative and then know that there are some out there that aren't that negative at all. Like yeah. That feel great. That are feel awesome to be in. And if you, if you realize that, if you feel like you're constantly pressured by negativity and, and just darkness all around you in every show that you're at, every locker room you're in right now, know that there are nice ones out there. Oh. There are great, beautiful places where everyone's happy mm-hmm. that you can go to. And, and you know, uh, we always talk about networking, but maybe that's kind of how you can branch out and find new places to go and find new places to be. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, all right, man. I mean... Anything else you want to add to any of that? How do you feel? I know that you could go so much oh, yeah. deeper. I know. I know. We've talked personally um, in private messages and stuff. I understand. But for the sake um, of keeping this. For the sake of this. Hour. For the sake of, like, just the educational purposes, I think you really drove it home there yeah. with staying away from negativity. Yeah. Like, don't let that crap pressure you. I mean, this is your life. This yeah. is what you want to do. It's not up to them to decide what you can and cannot do. It's up to you, man. Exactly. So, like, it, maybe you just need to, you know, you move on somewhere else. You'd be way more selective with your bookings yeah. and your stuff like that. I, I'm so on board with you there. Man. Yeah, the two other things that you said mm-hmm. that I think just to repeat is you can say no. Yeah. And you can turn it off. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's, it, you're in control. Absolutely. But, so. Absolutely. Um, I said you can be anything in life. Yeah. So who gives a damn what your buddy Jack says? That's right. <laughs> right. That's exactly right, man. That's exactly right. 
Well, um, Wes, are you on our uh, private Facebook group? Are you in that? I am. Okay. If you want to talk to Wesley Crane about anything he said today, please join us on Facebook at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. Jump right in there. You can tag Wes. Talk to Wes in that private group, man. I would love to hear anybody interact with him, and he's always an open book, as he said on here. That's one of the reasons I absolutely love him. That's one of the reasons at my very last show, not only did I want to wrestle him, but as far as the locker room went, I hung out with him and Tommy, who he mentioned earlier, and then another friend named Aaron that I have. We hung out together, and that was really the only people I surrounded myself with except for a few select others, But uh, because I want the positivity, man. I want the people that have the same vision that I have. Um, so where can we find you on social media? Again, you know, don't. Don't bother Wes, okay? If you don't want to plug it, you don't have to. But, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, Discord, whatever. It's at I am Wesley Crane. Beautiful. I absolutely love it. Wes, thank you so much for talking to us today, man. I super appreciate it. It was a great conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, love to have you back someday. I know we got all kinds of things we can talk about. For sure. Heck yeah, man. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast, where we teach you the skills that you need to go from your living room to the main event. And don't wait for your opportunity, guys. Take it.